1 Samuel chapter 22 from verse 1 to 2. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house had heard it, they went down hither to him. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain over them, and there were with him about 400 men. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Refiner's Funnest Podcast once again. And I welcome you sincerely to this medium where the stairs of revival, intimacy, and transformation will always turn the heart of men back to God. And by the mercies of God, we are trusting that the Lord is doing a big, big work in our lives, and um, He's still doing it. Um, today, I come with you with something very unique, an episode that will transform your life, and most especially, um, rekindle your your walk with God. And, and I'm trusting the Lord that um, He's going to make His mark in and on our lives, and, and to the end that men will see and glorify Him at the end of this whole Christian adventure. All right, my name is Ebenezer Basi, and I am your host for this great podcast and by the mercy of god we are trusting that this episode is going to bless your life in the name of jesus so if you're following us carefully you've been seeing and you will notice that um, um last week we used the same bible um bible portion and then this week we're having to to repeat this very bible portion. now obviously i i told us that um, 2024 according to what the lord laid in my spirit is the making for all of us at the refiners for this podcast and the refiners for this as a family so uh 2024 is the year which um by the mercies of god the lord will make us the lord will equip us the lord will um guide us into becoming i mean yes becoming all he wants us to become and most especially I mean, um, becoming the fullness of God, yes. Um, And uh, Apostle Paul said that we will be holding us in a glass. And the idea is that we we and our totality should conform sincerely to the very image of the begotten Son of the Father. Okay, so uh, by the means of God, we are going to as a podcast as a family as um, a body we're going to put so much effort to ensure that we represent um god we represent um uh, the totality of god in its fullest in in whatever aspect he has called us to represent him we are going to make sure that we will study out to show that we are approved of him in the name of jesus all right so um by the mercy of god today's in today's podcast episode, I'll be teaching us how to navigate the, the cave. Yes. So the podcast episode for today is navigating the cave. And you see, I was just ruminating on what was going to be happening 
into this podcast episode and the Lord laid that topic in my heart, navigating the cave. And by the mercies of God, I trust, I trust the Lord that this podcast episode is going to bless your life. Please just pay attention and follow me carefully. All right, so um, before we delve into the depth of the matter of today, I just wanted to to just take out a few minutes and um, understand um, some definitions of terms by the mercies of God. So, so what is the cave if, of your acts, what is a cave in, in a normal, what, what would be your understanding about a cave? So according to my dictionary, a cave is a naturally occurring cavity formed on the ground or in the face of a cliff or a hillside. Understand, it's a cavity that is formed underground or in the cave, in the face of a cliff or hillside. So, another meaning of a cave would be that um, it's a hole, a depression, or a gap in the earth or rock, whether natural or man-made. Okay, I think that will be that for that. Okay, I think that 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 will be that for that. Okay, I think those are my two most significant definitions and. Um, Honestly, it really relates to what we'll be talking about. So let me just go over it again. So a cave is a large naturally occurring cavity formed on the ground or in the face of a cliff or a hillside. So just have that at the back of your mind. Now, why are we navigating the cave? And and what is what is it about the cave? And I want you to understand that um, if you want to go uh, deeply to understanding what a cave means, checking our Hebrew um, definition or the Greek definition, you're going to understand that the cave is um, is, is likened to a place of refuge. It's likened to a place of um, uh, safety. Yes, let's just put it like that, okay? And so um, we could see very well in First Samuel chapter, chapter 22, I think from verse 1, how that David, um, having passed through Lord, I mean, he was, he was, he was, he went through a lot. He was passing through one of the toughest times in his life and his destiny. In fact, his totality was facing lots of crisis. So um, he couldn't really bear them. Yes. So um, you could see in First Samuel chapter twenty-two, I think verse one to two, how David um, decided to go to or go into a cave called Adullam, and then. Um, this cave was very significant or is still very significant especially in uh, the christendom today because of um, the significance of that particular cave and then we could see by the mercies of god how that um 400 men came out of that very cave extremely different extremely unique i mean the spirit of god highlighted on these men and their lives were not the same now we'll be asking ourselves some questions by the mercy of god what happened in the cave what happened in that cave and um, it was very clear that um, um, it was a place of prayer it was a place of training yes you cannot take that out it was a place of training it was a place of um, I mean uh, recollection let me use that word a place where men will have to by the mercies of God uh, turn away from their evil ways I mean look at the totality of their lives and see how that their lives have not been I mean pleasing to their creator so it was a place of recollection it was a place of um, 
I mean training, I think I mentioned that. It was a place of instruction. It was a place of, man, a lot of things happened in the cave. A lot of, it was a place of transformation. It was a place of, I mean, it was a refiner's furnace. It was, it was refining for them. Yes, it was refining for them. Because um, it was recorded that these same men, the Bible called them in verse 2 of 1 Samuel chapter 22, that they were distressed, they were discontented. I mean, everything they were in debt but it was recorded that when they came out of the cave they came out as a new man and follow me carefully even as i delve into the depth of this podcast episode so what why are we navigating the cave what does it really mean to navigate i want you to understand that one of the unique things about the cave is that it is a place of waiting yes it is a place of waiting it is a place of is a place where men stay with God. Yes. So it may not necessarily be a cave. I mean, that large, I mean, that large, rocky, I mean, undergrounded place where people go. No, it, it may not and should not necessarily be that. But any place that you are having to wait on the Lord, any place that you are having to stay with God, that could eventually be your cave. And funny enough, it's it's really, really funny how that we may not be having, I mean, to visit those places as often as it was visited in the days of old, okay? So, um, by the mercies of God, um, thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for everything that he did on the cross of Calvary. And I tell you nothing but the truth. We can now have our secret places in our rooms. I mean, everywhere. I mean, anywhere that is convenient for you. You don't necessarily have to go to a mountaintop. Have to go to, I mean, to a, to a cave. And I think Jesus Christ spoke spoke to the woman at the well of Samaria in my end. Yes, John chapter 4, I think from verse 20, he said, you, you do not need to, to worship in a mountain. Again, a time is coming where you will not need Jerusalem. You will not need to go to a mountain to worship. But he said, he said the, the Father is a spirit. God is spirit. And they that must worship must worship in spirit and in truth. So um, by the message of God, thank God for Jesus Christ. We can now fellowship with the Father even at the convenience of our heart. But that's actually, by the way, so a cave is a secret place. A cave is a place that, I mean, it's a hiding place, yes. Now, if you study the story of David carefully, you will understand that um, um, God took David to that cave, not although although the cave or this cave or a cave is uh, a place of refuge, but the Lord needed to show David that it was only him and in him that his refuge is. And the Bible says, remember what the Bible says, the, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous runs into it and he obtained safety. So true refuge is not in the cave, but in Christ Jesus, in God. Now, I want us to follow me carefully and you will be blessed. In the cave, David wrote um, a couple of Psalms. I think he wrote psalm 37 in that cave he wrote psalms 57 in that same cave and one other psalms like that but that is not the centrality of our emphasis for today's podcast episode so i want you to understand that um while we're talking about navigating the cave it is not necessarily navigating a cave in the sense but um it is um taking you to the light or expounding to you the light of how 
and the nitty-gritties of how to wait on God and how to navigate the secret place. Yes, because I found a lot of that a lot of people go into the secret place and and they are they don't even know how to go about it. They have not mastered that presence. They have not understood what it means to even stay with God. So that's why some people go into the cave. I mean the secret place, and then. They get bored, yes. They go into the secret place and they are distracted in their minds. Some people even go to the secret place with their phones. I mean, a lot of things, unspeakable things are happening. I mean, even in our quest for the Lord. Remember what the Lord said. He said, you will find me if you seek me with the whole of your heart. But what is happening that we are seeking the Lord on daily basis, I mean weekly basis, monthly basis, and, and it has told the Lord is even more further to us than he was before. What is the problem? So I, I, I am here to just, I mean, expound to you by the mercies of God how to navigate the secret place, how to, I mean, I mean, yes, go about your activities in the secret place and by the mercies of God, I'm trusting that this will be a blessing to everybody. But what, why is this really our emphasis? Why do we have to teach or talk about navigating the secret place or navigating the cave? I want you to understand that you cannot succeed as a believer. You cannot succeed as a child of God if your relationship with God is not grounded. If your relationship with God is not to the extreme, you cannot prosper as a child of God. And remember what the Bible said in Isaiah chapter 40, I think from verse 31, he said, they that wait upon the Lord, the next thing that happens to them is that they will renew their strength. And then the, the Bible began to, by the mercies of God, I mean, contrasting, comparing what a believer who has stayed with God will look like. He said, you are going to walk hmm, and not faint. You will walk, you will run, sorry. And not be weary. He said, You will mount up with wings as eagle. Are you with me? So, these are the characteristics of one who has mastered the totality of navigating the cave or the secret place. And that's why I'm here to expound on this. So, follow me carefully and you will be blessed definitely. All right. So, um, I want you to understand that um, waiting on the Lord is something that is very godly and it's something that everyone and anyone who wants to go far with the lord will always do so it is about holding on tight please pay attention hoping with expectation and trust knowing that our lord is not making us wait just to see how long we can wait on the lord you see a lot of people go into like we're going to touch all that okay so the lord takes you to the secret place or you go into the secret place is not to the end that you will tell the world that you waited on the lord for 20 hours it's not important it's not it's not necessary in fact if you have grown you will understand carefully that it is not about the time but it's about what you are able to capture it could be 30 minutes i'm sorry don't mind me but i know you understand what i'm talking about it could be 30 minutes but if in that 30 minutes you are able or you have been able to capture the essence of god tr trust me you waited on god believe me so i've seen people who go into the secret place 24 hours 30 days and honestly nothing happened 
nothing believe me yes it could be frustrating but i will have to tell you the truth nothing happened so is god wicked now the next question should be how did you seek him remember you will find me when you seek me with the whole of your heart i mean this was this was directly from god so could it be that there was something wrong with our seeking could it be that there was something wrong with the way we navigated the secret place okay do you go to the secret place trusting that it is him alone who is willing and able to answer all your prayers do you go to the secret place with options do you go into your cave with options do you navigate your cave with options do you navigate your cave with religious activities or because you it, it's a right or you, you think oh it's because of religion you navigated your cave with the consciousness of religion i tell you nothing but the truth you are not gonna find him you won't find him yes and trust me god is not wicked god is not wicked yes the Bible speaking in Psalms chapter 34, I think from verse 4. He said, I sought the Lord. He heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Child of God, if you're truly seeking the Lord, he must hear you. I tell you nothing but the truth. So it could be that you're doing something else that we are not conversant with. Okay, so, so there are times when God will delay his answers and we will, you know, at times wonder why he seems to to be reluctant or to intervene in our face so i tell you nothing but the truth it could be that the way we are seeking him the way we are navigating our cave is extremely extremely not proper all right so but knowing the lord we trust that he will come at the perfect moment not a second too soon or a second too late now a lot of people navigate the cave by the mercies of god for so like i said so many reasons so one of those reasons is that we navigate the cave and then our dependency is still like i said we go into the cave with options okay now we go into the cave expecting god to give us answers which is not bad okay now the question i used to ask believers is it the way you are seeking the lord okay with all your heart with all your mind i mean everything about you it, it, I, really it's beautiful magnificent i love it but um what if the lord tarries to give answers to you the question is will you still serve him this way with all due respect i ask because it's going to be leading us to a lot of things we're going to be discussing a lot of things by the mercies of god so what if the lord doesn't answer you <laughs> you see i told us some time ago in one of our podcast episodes and i said God is with the report card. Yes. He's with the marking script. Yes. He's the marker. He's the one that will give the scores at the end of the day. Hmm? Um, have you learned to rely on his decisions for your life? Have you learned to rely on his verdict upon your life? See, I tell you nothing but the truth. The Lord is not obligated to answer you don't get me wrong don't get me wrong it is not, answers from god is not your right don't get me wrong okay follow me carefully but um the lord seek it such that we'll seek him in spirit and truth so i'm sorry with all due respect the way you have been seeking the lord if you were to be sought after that way will you give yourself answers 
That's why I say the Lord is not obligated to answer. So a lot of people go into the sacred place with emotions. And um, some people believe that if they cry for long, the Lord, no, you want to guilt trip the Lord? I tell you, no, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. Yes. And I'm going to show you some things by the mercies of God. So I want you to understand that navigating the cave hmm, necessitates two elements. Hmm? For you to have the gods, for you to have the mind to go into the cave, to go into your cave, to lock your doors and say, Lord, I'm seeking your face for five days, seven days, 12 days, 14 days, 21 days. I'm seeking your face for one year, for six months. Kai, I tell you nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Okay. So I want you to understand that waiting on the Lord necessitates two elements. And um, one of those elements is complete dependency on God and the willingness to allow him to decide the terms. Oh my God. <laughs> Follow me carefully and you'll be blessed. So the fact that you had the guts to, to shut yourself indoors and then go after the Lord, it, it's a proof that you are totally dependent on him. You are totally relying on him. And that's beautiful. And this is an advice. You did not go into the secret place not depending on the Lord. I tell you nothing to do. If you have options, if you have ever had options before seeking the Lord, before making a prayers, I tell you nothing but the truth. Your prayers, except by the hand of mercy, might be limited. Hmm? Remember, you will find me when you seek me with the whole of your heart. So what in God's name took David to the cave of Adullam? Have you ever asked yourself, why in God's name did 400 men leave their livelihood and then follow a man? Ah, child of God, you need to check the extent and the degree of your dependency on God. To what extent do you depend on God? Hmm? Do you trust God enough? Do you believe him enough? These are the questions we should carefully ask ourselves. And the next one, like the willingness to allow him to decide the terms and conditions of your waiting. Yes. So I asked the question. I know some people were already fighting me in their minds. Why on earth will you go to seek the Lord? And then you are not totally open to his will. Now, in willingness to allow him to decide the terms and conditions of your waiting is being open to his will. Child of God, follow me and you will be blessed. Okay? So, including the timing of his plan, I mean, willingness to allow him to decide the terms and conditions of your waiting, which includes the timing of his plan okay so the timing is very important okay so it's not about you okay because you waited a lot for 21 days he must answer you really are you, are you serious <laughs> please don't get me wrong okay all right so i want us to understand that trusting god with the timing of event is one of the hardest things to do so i see a lot of people going to the place of prayer for prayers and then ah, they're praying and God, then their secret place then their caves and my God, they are praying. And you could see them telling God, uh, God, two days, two days. Uh, Lord, the next two hours, you have to answer me. 
are you serious? Like, are you, are you really serious? Now, now they have joking. Oh, don't mind me, actually. Okay. Now, Lord, I need, I need patience, and I need patience right now. How can you be asking the Lord for patience, child of God? How can you be asking the Lord for patience, and you are telling Him that you need the patience right now? Ah first you have to go and understand what patience is so if you're truly asking the lord for patience meaning you have to be patient enough to get <laughs> i hope you're getting me please don't get me wrong see it is very important that we understand the timing of god we go into the place of prayer into our secret place into our our caves we navigate our caves with these things in mind first and foremost you have to go in there with total i mean extreme dependency on god then you must be willing you must be willing to have him um give you the terms and conditions which include understanding his timings and plans yes 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 so it is not far from the truth of how we often approach matters of spiritual growth and the Lord's will. So to to to, to navigate your cave mm, and put and, and and get results, you must have to understand the character of of the life of God. You need to understand the character of the life of God. Now, now right now I'm referring you to one of our podcast episodes, and I and that title was the nature of god if you get there you're going to understand what we are talking about okay so and honestly i tell you nothing but the truth that character one of those characters that are going to be produced in us and is found in christ pay attention carefully and uh, i can you can also find it in one of the fruits the navigations and the expressions of the fruit of the spirit sorry not one of the the navigations and the expressions of the fruit of the spirit is patience okay now james chapter 1 verse 4 brings these things to light and it was very clear is it but let patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing my god this is so beautiful so you can't be waiting on the lord and then you are deciding you are having to give yourself i mean you you want to decide the terms and conditions no it's not possible it doesn't work that way so the fact that you have the gods to enter into the cave and you want to navigate this cave in order to get results sincerely you must understand that you have to depend totally on god yes so while you are there, I told you earlier that um, the cave is a place of prayer. It's a place of transformation. It's a place of waiting. It's a place. It's a sacred place. Okay. So while you are there, you should expect pruning. You should expect caution. You should expect a lot of things from the Lord. For whom the Father loves, the next thing that happens is that there must be chastisement and i asked the question some time ago in our podcast episode and i said have you ever seen chastisement as an expression of the love of god have you ever risen to that level so we don't go into the secret place we don't navigate the cave with our tents yes so because we have seen an easy route we want to go there the lord is saying no 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 there's something I want to show you. There is, there is a mind in this cave. There is 
power in this cave. There is a lot in this cave. In this cave, your destiny has already been defined. And you have to stay with me for a long time to really figure this thing out. There is wisdom in this cave. There is revelations in this cave. Are you willing to wait for me? <laughs> and I was so dazed when I studied my scripture and I, and I saw something so remarkable. It is the glory of the Lord to conceal matters. But the honor of kings is to search it out. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29 also showed us a lot of things. He said the secret things belong to us and these things are revealed to us and our children. My God. So you only get a glimpse of these things in the cave. How are you navigating your cave? <laughs> First and foremost, go in there with the total dependency and willingness to allow the Lord define the terms and conditions. Allow him to lead in that navigation. <laughs> you see, for every sailor, every, 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 for every ship, there is always a sailor navigating the affairs of that ship. It is the Lord you want to have an affair with, isn't it? Why not allow him rule? Why not allow him lead? Now, let me not waste most of your time. Now, I want you to understand that um, navigating the cave also involves being at rest in the Lord. Oh, I love Psalms 23, which provides a lesson concerning being still. Okay, so sheep will not be at peace near rushing water. Okay, but they will lie contentedly by still water, and that's where the good shepherd leads us. I hope you understand your Psalm 23. So, so the word he makes me lie down in still water can be translated, he causes me to rest. So, when we like sheep are still, we are resting in the Lord and trusting our shepherd. So it's a question that we need to ask ourselves. Do you go into your cave disturbed? Do you know who you just went to meet? <laughs> Do you know who you went to meet? Are you at rest in the arms of the Lord? Are you at rest? I'm not going to dwell there for too long. I want you to understand that being still means we have ceased from following our own agenda and let's say our ingenuity. It means that we have stopped trusting in our own strength and our willpower. And I mentioned this earlier. We talk about dependency. And now we are talking about killing everything like options. You don't, you dare not go to the Lord with options. Why are you calling upon his name? Why? Why are you calling upon his name when you are going to him with, with so many options? You have so many options. Why are you going to him? What is your ambition? So that it will be said that you went to the Lord and you're seeking the Lord's face. I, I want us to have this at the back of our mind. So, we are waiting upon the Lord to exchange our weaknesses for, for his strength. And this is where, I think I've mentioned this earlier, this is where pruning comes in. And child of God, believe you me, it is not sweet. Oh, you see the act and the process of pruning, it takes, have you ever had a flower in your compound or, your, or where you're living and then you carry i mean is it either matchet or whatever you use and then you try to trim the flowers 
Oh my God, that is what the Lord does to us. Mm, that is what it does to us. And after you're done trimming the flowers, you now see how beautiful, how presentable the flowers become. That is what the Lord does to us. Child of God, are you willing to exchange your weaknesses for strength? Is this always your consciousness while you journey with the Lord in prayers for two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours, seven hours, twelve hours? Is this always your consciousness? So the Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 9 says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, and for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. My God. So this was a man that understood the activities of the king. This was a man that understood the activities of the secret place. You did not go into the secret place telling the Lord you are strong. If you were strong, you don't need me. And I told you, he said last week, is only the, the sick that need a physician. Are you sick? Are you sick? Have you ever seen an, a healthy person go into hospital? What for? What for? Have you ever seen a healthy person admitted in the hospital? What for? So it's only the sick that needs a physician. And this was why Jesus Christ came. This is why we as believers in this consciousness, we, we understand that we have to seek his face daily. Seeking him daily. We understand understand all right so apostle paul had a turn in the flesh understand and he gained spiritual sorry as he gained spiritual insight he understand that the affliction is a protective suffering meant by god to keep him from sin so as a result the apostle is content to rest in god's grace okay so god does not remove the tongue he gives paul a place to be still in the bearing of it paul learned to be still and wait on the lord so this was a consciousness there was a satisfaction by the mercies of god there was a satisfaction that the lord knows the best for me the lord the lord knows that marriage for me now is not good the lord knows that if i have this admission right now I, I will fail him i will leave him i will depart from the faith the lord knows that if i have the money i'm looking for right now i may not trust him any longer child of god i want us from henceforth to be able to rest in the arms of god no matter what sorry i'm not deviating we are navigating the cave we are navigating the secret place so first and foremost, it's not about prayer points. It's not about how long you can pray. It's not about the things that happen to you and you're going to report it to God. No, the first thing that must happen is how to navigate the cave. You must be dependent on God enough and you must let him, you must be willing to allow him produce the terms and condition for that encounter. It's not about you. The second thing, you must be able to rest in the arms of the Lord. Follow me and you'll be blessed. Follow me and you'll be blessed. So, to navigate the cave is to rest in the confidence, assurance that regardless of the details or difficulties we face in, in this life, God never leaves us without a sure defense. Okay. Do you have assurance in God? 
okay i hear a lot of people talk about plan a plan b plan c and, and then and then while you're wondering is, I, I i was over here i overheard some some believers uh they, they, were, they were discussing and it was extremely pathetic by i i was so embarrassed in and ah if you know come this way you go come this. and then when you heard them talk about their plan a plan b plan c god was not in the equation how do we even exist like this what about the promises of God? What about everything that the Lord promised us? Child of God, if you are willing to navigate the cave this 2024, I tell you nothing but the truth. You must be confident and assured that regardless what happens, the Lord has got you. Yes, the Lord has got you. So the, 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 the Bible in Exodus, I think Exodus chapter, chapter 14, verse 14, that was that the Lord will fight for you you need only to be still. So the Lord cannot fight if you're not still. Yes. Uh, if you're not still, you're showing the Lord that you have the ability, you have the power. Amen. Believe me, I don't know. The Lord does not contend with man. He, he, he said, I think in Genesis chapter 3, he said, my spirit will no longer. No, 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 he, does, he doesn't do that. He doesn't contend with man. Follow me carefully. So, if you are not still, it's a sign that um, you have options, that you, are, you have not depended enough on God. Follow me carefully. So, the heavenly perspective comes as we focus not on the troubles, but on the Lord and His Word, in the ability of God. There's what is called God's ability. So, instead of focusing on the trouble, we focus on the ability of God. That's why we go to pray. That's why we fast. That's why we study. That is why we stay with Him. That's why we enjoy His ambience because we believe and we rely solely on Him. Child of God, dare you not go into the presence of God with fear. Don't go to God with options. You must be dependent on Him. You must trust Him to lead you right. You must rest in his arms. Follow me carefully and you'll be blessed. So when it seems God has pended us into a corner, we have an opportunity to set aside our human viewpoint and wait upon the Lord to show us his power, his purpose, and his salvation. Okay? Remember earlier we talked about the will of God. Remember you are navigating the cave. You are navigating your secret place. You see, a lot of us go to the place, secret place and then we write so many prayer points, which is beautiful. I mean, it is so beautiful. And I really admire the gesture. It is beautiful. But then, there are things that hinders prayers. There are things that hinders the face of the Lord from coming to us. That is what we are addressing now. How do you navigate your gift? How do you navigate your gift? How? How do you navigate your gift? <laughs> Alright, so when we don't... When we don't choose to navigate our case properly, what happens is that we solicit trouble for ourselves. So remember, um, the, there are a lot of cases in the Bible. Remember David. Just remember David. Imagine David did not go to that cave. Imagine David did not go to Adullam to seek the face of the Lord. What do you think his life would have become? Let, let me even tell you. Saul would have killed him. Saul would have, would have killed him. Yes. And 
the mighty warrior that led Israel to conquer many battles would not have been heard. Yes, he would have died on time. Yes. So this is the, the danger. And, and, and this doesn't mean we should sit idle uh, by, let's say, as we wait on the Lord or act on our behalf. So we should not spend our time doing nothing. Rather, we should continue to walk. For example, now, now I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about proper navigation. You see, I don't know how it is. I don't know who taught us these things that we know. You see, a lot of people go into the cave. I mean, praying and praying and praying and praying. Now, there is wisdom in that cave, like I said. There is wisdom to run the totality of your life as a believer. Believe me, there is what there is wisdom. There is so much, so much wisdom. There is so much wisdom. wisdom. Child of God, I tell you nothing but the truth. There is so much wisdom. So much wisdom. So if you are truly waiting on the Lord, if you are truly doing the right thing as you are in your secret place, there is no how you are not going to experience the fullness of God. There is no how. So, navigating your cave involves the confident expectation of a positive result in which we place a great hope. So, you dare not go to God without making sure that you believe that his answers, your answers are with him. So, for this is the confidence that we have that when we pray, he will hear and answer. So, a hope that can only be realized by the, the actions of God. So this expectation must be based on knowledge and trust. We or we simply will not will not get the result. So, so you get you get into the cave doing what? Expecting something. And this expectation must be based on knowledge and trust in the person you go to meet. Without this, you're not gonna get result. So I want you to also understand that um Waiting on the Lord, like I said earlier, in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, renews our strength. So prayer and Bible study and meditating upon God's word are essential to waiting. Okay? So waiting on the Lord, we need, to, we need a heart responsive to God's word. A focus on the things of heaven and be patience rooted in faith. Okay? So the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And every other thing, every other thing, every other thing, not some, every other thing will be added to you. So I want you to, to understand, even as I round up, that we should not despair when God tarries long in his response. Of course, that is why it's called waiting. Because we are not sure whether he's going to answer. We don't even know when he's coming to answer. But regardless, we have found safety. Oh my God. We have found safety in him. We have understood the totality of the testimonies that have been accrued to him. And our cases cannot be different. So because of the knowledge of the totality of Christ, we are sure that he cannot leave us without answers. Yes. How long? Just wait. Please, how long am I going to wait on this God? Wait. The, the answer is wait. I know you are passing through a lot of things. I know that your life's affair has been and truncated. I know that there is no meaning again to your life. I am telling you to wait. <laughs> yes, wait. 
Of course, it's going to be very painful. The pruning exercise is going to be painful. Who knows? The Lord might be killing lust. The the Lord might be killing anger. The Lord might be taking away malice from you. Yes, I know you came to wait for him because you needed power, you needed anointing. But as he's giving you the anointing, he's taking away pride. He's taking away a lot of things from you. Child of God, I tell you nothing but the truth. Understand these navigations and nothing will hinder your prayers. Nothing is going to hinder your answers. And I'm not praying. I'm telling you what it is. Alright? So, the reason God sometimes hmm, wait a long time to deliver is to extend the goodness of the final outcome. So, so therefore, the, the Lord waits to be gracious to you and therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. So for the Lord is a, a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait on him. Isaiah chapter 30 from verse 15. So I tell you nothing but the truth. You can never be wrong waiting on God. I don't know who this is for. You can never ever be wrong going into your secret place whether you like it or not. Just know how to navigate the secret place. Remember, we said you have to go in there depending totally on God. Number two, you have to go in there willing enough to allow him present the terms and conditions of your waiting. Number three, you have to rest in his arms. You have to rest in his arms. You have to be sure, you have to be sure that it is only him. It is only him. Number four, you have to be confident enough. You have to be extremely expectant. You have to be extremely confident about his word, about his testimonies. You need to know. You need to know. And how do you know? By getting to have so much knowledge and trust. How do you get knowledge? Reading. What are you reading? The Bible. And faith cometh by hearing. And hearing the word of God. Child of God. We are not telling you what is not obtainable. We are telling you what is extremely obtainable in Christ Jesus. He has never failed. This is the confidence that when we pray, he will answer us. Child of God, I tell you nothing but the truth. It is good to stay with the Lord. It is good to wait on the Lord. It is good to have a secret life with God. I tell you nothing but the truth. In this you will be strong. You will mount up with wings as eagles. In this the secret of the Lord will be in your lips. I tell you nothing but the truth. Like I said earlier, navigating the cave is extremely important because in that cave, there is wisdom. There is supply. There is provision. There is safety, my God. There is protection. Whatever it is you need in that cave. The thing is that how long are you willing to stay with your maker? How long are you willing to wait on him in your cave? Yes. It could be in your room. How long are you willing to wait on him? How long? Child of God, I bring the good news of Christ to you. 
You see, if you check carefully from the life of Jesus, you will see how he will go up to the mountain oh, to stay with the Father, to stay with God, stay with God. Child of God, nothing too much, nothing more to say, other than that you should cultivate a habit of waiting on the Lord. You should cultivate a lifestyle of waiting on the Lord, no matter what, regardless, wait on the Lord. For in this your strength is assured. Remember what the Bible says. If you faint in the days of adversity, Sylvia, Priscilla, Samuel, Samson, you that is listening to me right now, the Bible says if you faint in the days of adversity, the only thing that happened was that your strength was small. Child of God, go for strength. Go into your cave now and navigate properly. Seek the Lord with the whole of your heart and I promise you that you will find him. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Thank you for always staying with us. Please, you can share this podcast episode to everyone that needs to hear. Share it to friends, share it to colleagues, share it to family members, your dad, your mom. Everyone needs to hear this podcast episode. Share it on all your social media platforms. Just let everyone know how to navigate their gifts. In the name of Jesus, I trust that this has been a blessing to you. I trust that it will keep blessing you the more. And I trust that you have gotten the wisdom from this podcast episode. Please, if you have any question, any contribution, whatever it is that you want to say, there is always a message link attached to every podcast episode that leaves the refiners one is please send your voice notes send your 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 message and we will answer all your questions thank you so much once again i really appreciate you thank you so much till i see you same time same time next week